When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I've never been this nervous in my life. Greetings from Longtime No See the Podcast. Every week we'll be inviting two blindfolded comedians to answer a series of questions about their careers, lives, and opinions. Now, let's remove those blindfolds and start the show. Hi! <laughs> what would your opening line with your celebrity crush be? Loved you in Harry Potter. <laughs> Worst date you've been on. A man bit my neck mole off once. You did what? A man bit my neck mole off. Oh my god, Jack almost fell off his chair. <laughs> be sure to follow and subscribe to the podcast. It's easy to hear your favorite artist on WFPK from wherever you are. Listen on your smart speaker, live stream from our website at WFPK.org, from Louisville Public Media. Consequence Podcast Network. Hey, welcome to another edition of Kyle Meredith with... It's the interview series presented by WFPK at WFPK.org, Consequence, and the Consequence Podcast Network. Thanks, as always, for making your way here, checking out the episode, checking out the series. Please do hit that subscribe button. Uh, that way, you can keep up with all the interviews that I put out every single week. It's a new one every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Great way to keep up with your favorite artists, discover some new ones, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, at Spotify, Podchaser, NPR, WFPK.org, YouTube for the video versions or again anywhere you get your podcast from i'm kyle merritt today my guest is rob lowe we're going to be talking um, about a lot of things we're going to be talking about his new netflix film dog gone it's a movie that uh, that follows a young man and his uh, beloved dog uh, they, but they get separated on the uh, on the appalachian trail and then he and his father played by uh, rob lowe uh, begin this search to find him before it's too late i'm reading the log line that's what i'm doing right there but of course, we're going to get into much more than just that. Uh, you know, we're going to hear about what attracted him to the script, which is based on a true story, by the way, uh, and his love of tear jerkers and what it was like to work with the what he says the uh, calls the uh, the Daniel Day Lewis of dog actors. Uh, but also, uh, Rob Lowe, you know, he's got his podcast called Literally, and uh, and he just recently had Jan Winter from Rolling Stone magazine on, and was a fascinating conversation. So I want to bring. That up, and we're going to nerd out on some music uh, and artists like Simon Garfunkel and, and Springsteen, some of his favorites. Uh, I'm also, I can't not bring up The West Wing. Uh, the West Wing, as far as I'm concerned, is the greatest television drama of all time. Uh, and uh, like above and beyond, like far and away beyond everyone else. <laughs> so... So I'm going to hit on that. I'm going to ask him, you know, if he, if he, certain characters he would like to return to. Maybe Sam Seaborn is one of them. And we'll get an update on 911 Lone Star. That's the, uh, that's the, that's the fireman drama that he's in uh, currently right now. That's just started its uh, fourth season. And and the last thing I'll say before we get to the interview is what a great coincidence of timing that this interview actually turned out to be, because uh, over the break, the winter break. I uh, well, I had a whole stack of of music bios that I planned on reading, and then I, I was in a bookstore and I just happened to come across 
Rob Lowe's uh, biography that he put out, his memoirs that he put out in the early 2000s called uh, Stories I Only Tell My Friends. And I, I, you know, I found myself thumbing through it, and I was like, you know what, I'm going to buy it and I'll take it home thinking I'll, I'll, I'll eventually read this after I'm done with everything else. And then I couldn't stop. It ended up being the book that, you know, I, I just, I put everything else on hold, my basically my life on hold so I could read his book, and it was so good. So uh, just the timing of this interview couldn't have been more perfect. I am so thrilled and honored to be able to talk with him. Uh, we're going to get into Doggone, out now on Netflix. It's Kyle Meredith with Rob Lowe. How are you? Congratulations on, on Doggone. What a very touching and beautiful story that you're a part of right here. Thank you. Thank you. So I, I guess that's the easy part to start in, right? Um, why this story? What, what, what made you want to be a part to, uh, to tell the tale uh, of Doggone? I, particularly when I'm also producing a movie, I, I try to find something that I would want to see myself as an audience. And um, I love a tearjerker. I love a three hanky, bring your Kleenex type of movie. Um, I love dog movies. And I love movies about fathers and sons and healing estrangement. And this movie had it all, plus the beauty of the Appalachian Trail. I was like, I'm in. <laughs> you, I know you're originally from the area. I'm, I'm in Louisville, Kentucky. And uh, my wife and I were debating the uh, Appalachian, which you all went with, versus the Appalachian, which she yeah. tends to go with. That, that sense, tends to be debates right there. Yeah, I don't know if that was... Growing up, I grew up in in Ohio, Southern Ohio, so it's within shouting distance, I guess. Mm -hmm. And no, I never heard the phrase Appalachia ever. Right. I think it's one of those newfangled pronunciations that's out there. I think. Yeah, I'm with you because again, I'm from the area here too. I mean, you know, Western Kentucky, but still. <laughs> but it is so. So you do have this this hard uh, heartwarming tale, and I want to hit a lot of the points that you were hitting at there too, but. But at the base, you know, here we are. The dog has uh, has run off, and you've got to find it. Uh, you know, so you're a dog person, as you mentioned too. I think you post about this a lot in your socials. Uh, is it? I mean, you're working with a dog. We've always heard that, like, don't work with animals, but right. But but how was your experience with uh, with your canine friend? I, listen, this dog was like the Daniel Day Lewis of dog actors. Uh, he, we had there were two of them. One that would do the sort of really emotive, energetic work that we needed and the other that was more calm. Um, and, you know, it's a true story, which is sort of in incredible that this dog had this odyssey and gets lost on the Appalachian Trail and this family, as they, as they try to heal finding the dog, the sort of nation finds out about it through people start talking and somebody writes a little article in the newspaper and that gets picked up. And the next thing you know, it's sort of a national cause that that actually happened is really kind of an amazing story. I mean, the power of people, especially for a story that something so small, I, I agree. I think that was the most inspirational part of watching it for me. It's like, I was happy that every, you know, everything happened within the story, but, uh, but to actually see people come together like that, like, I don't know. Um, well, I'm not as grizzled as I thought I would be. I know. I mean, that's the tea. That's the thing. <laughs> you might even have watered an eye, I'm thinking. Um, and that's what's cool. It's like, look, I like doing all kinds of genres, you know, and I do do all kinds of genres. But there's something satisfying in this genre that you don't get anywhere else. 
and that is making a grizzled veteran journalist like you <laughs> maybe shed a tear. Shed a little tear. I, I'll say too, uh, I also, it means we got to hear you sing again with uh, with Rhinestone Cowboy. Rhinestone Cowboy. I mean, come on. One of my, that's on, that's on a, 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 a loop in my house. Yeah. Well, that's, I was going to ask, is it, was that in the story or is that, was that in the script or is that something that, uh, did you pick that one? Was there a reason? I did not. And I was happy to see it because I'm a huge fan of that song. That is, um, again, based on a true story that is in the book. And that is uh, what the family did. Um, it was super fun to uh, butcher Glenn Campbell's classic. Yeah, I, I will. I will argue with that there too because the only other time i've heard you sing and you talk i've got your book i, I happened coincidentally i was reading your book over the holiday right oh, there great. and uh and you talk about the uh the oscars and uh and proud mary and i had to go back and watch that too and it's not the disaster you painted out to be when you sing rob i just want to tell you that a little bit of compliments there you've got a you've got a nice huskiness to your singing voice it's uh, it's oh, nice well thank you and, and as you read you know uh, i walked backstage and ran into lucille ball and she liked it I mean, look, here's the thing. A billion people didn't, but Lucille Ball did. And we'll be right back right after this. Shout out to uh, Astapro for sponsoring this episode and providing us with free samples. Uh, I, I live in Kentucky, in the Midwest, and allergies... Yeah, I suffer. When I say I suffer from allergies, I suffer from allergies. And around here, everyone I know deals with allergies to some degree. And for a long time, I thought it was just something that I would have to live with, which is a real problem um, for anything, but especially when you're a radio host. It affects my voice, it affects my mood, it affects everything. And I feel like I've tried every, I've tried all the medicines. Some of them work better than others, but there's, there's never a perfect one out there, especially because some of them take forever to actually work and some of them don't work at all. And then there's Astapro, the fastest solution to nasal allergy symptoms. It's what I use now, and it's definitely changed my life. Astapro is the first-of-its-kind nasal allergy spray. It's the fastest 24-hour over-the-counter allergy spray. It starts working in 30 minutes, while other allergy sprays take hours. Uh, Astapro is the first and only 24-hour steroid-free allergy spray. Astapro delivers full prescription-strength indoor and outdoor allergy relief from nasal congestion, runny and itchy nose, and sneezing. With all the pollen in the air, with all the dust around the, the corners of the house, uh, even with uh, the allergies I have from my dog, Astapro has been the nasal spray that has helped me with all of my allergies. And it can help you too. Get fast-acting nasal allergy symptom relief with Astapro. Go to astaproallergy.com for a discount so you can Astapro and go today. A-S-T-E-P-R-O allergy.com. That's A-S-T-E-P-R-O allergy.com. Astapro and go. Use as directed for relief of nasal congestion, runny nose, sneezing, and itchy nose due to allergies. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? 
Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com try. Go to shopify.com try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com try. Welcome back. It's Kyle Meredith with Rob Lowe. And it's got some good mo- uh, music moments. You guys were, uh, uh, there's a radio scene, you and your son, you're listening to My Morning Jacket, Run It Comes On. Again, they're from hometown here, so I loved hearing that. But but just uh, th- those musical moments that I should also bring up too. Um, this is the book that I'm reading now. You had Jan Winter on literally the podcast. Oh, that's like, so doing the podcast is so f- fun for me. I love talking to people, but like having Jan on, is why I do it because I get yeah, to yeah. nerd out and because I'm a music of, of a certain era. Mm-hmm. I'm a music nerd. When I had Lindsey Buckingham on from Fleetwood Mac, like when I get to do the, the music, John Fogarty I had on, I, I, lo- I love that. And, and Jan's book is amazing and he was a great guest. Well, here I am surrounded by posters of R.E.M. and Bowie, and and I'm listening to you all talk, and my only addition in that was, you know, you you all were hitting on the Central Park show with Simon and Garfunkel, and um, I, I know this is blasphemous, but I prefer the Paul Simon solo in Central Park uh, that came out about 10 years later. That um, Ooh, There's did, the power in the people on that one. Does Artie sing? Did Artie make an appearance in that at all? He does, he does make an appearance, but it's mostly Paul. Paul does a lot of the solo work on that one and some of the uh, the old tunes. Is, but, is, yeah. that, the, is that the one where there's the, the amazing version of Only Living Boy in New York? When, 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 the, when he sings Sounds of Silence at the end and the whole crowd erupts and the 10,000 people may be more aligned, like hair raising. It's uh, one of the great. I got the, I got the, I got the good. Okay. <laughs> I know I'm going to be YouTube tonight. Check that out. Well, well, back on the dog gun, then, you know, we're talking about, you know, people rising up like that and, and the power of the people that goes in on this. The other side of the story, as you mentioned, of course, is, you know, father and son that you do play so well. There's even moments of that in the show you're doing right now with 911 uh, Lone Star. And, um, but, but do you, um, I, I was thinking it's like for as long as you've been doing this and growing up on camera, and having those iconic roles. Do you see your younger self in these roles as well now that you're on the other side, now that you're the dad? Oh, yeah. I I, I, I do. I mean, I've, I've li- you're right. I've lived almost every chapter of growth, not only uh, uh, on camera, but through the characters. And, um, and just talking about music, I'm, always, I'm a huge Springsteen fan. And one of the things I love about Bruce is he he writes about what he's going through mm-hmm. and that's what speaks to him and so to play in doggone a, a father having a son who's now out of college and has and got to figure out his life that's what i live that's what i was living then and so it just completely resonates in a, in a way for me that's real and means something it means something to me and if you can get to that place, start from that place. As an actor, half the work is done. 
Well, and especially as so many actors talk about taking stuff from their life. I mean, the way you even talk about your family life in the book and, and your son's like, I have to imagine there's a little bit of that well that you're able to pull from uh, as well. For sure. Um, I mean, I, I, did, I have a big speech in the, in the show where I talk about being proud of the kid. And it, I'm playing a dad who's, who is not the kind of dad that says that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's very easy to just picture my own son and talk to my own son and the stuff comes up and you get what you get. And uh, it, it, again, it's why I, I think the movie is really special. Well, my son is now 15 and it, I couldn't have seen this at a more perfect time. I'll say that. Oh, great. That's definitely, definitely helping with that as well. So, you know, it's, I'll, I'll hit on, uh, you know, some of those too, because, you know, as we talk, as I ask you about, you know, seeing your old characters in that, when, when you look back in moments like this, do you find that there are characters that you would like, are there characters that you would want to return to? Cause not everybody gets times for sequels or anything like that, but do you have those in the past? Does that work like that for you as an actor? Yeah, there, there, I mean, there was, there was a, I, I did a movie called bad influence with James Spader. It's, it, it's um, very well re- uh, received, but not a hit at all. Um, I would love to do a sequel of that character. Um, you know, like I said, Eddie Nero, Californication. I, I would, I, I love that character. Um, Sam Seaborn, West Wing. I will always play him. We, we did a reunion, I think for HBO max last year. That was super fun. Um, there are just some that are timeless. You know, there's some that you just feel you're always going to feel connection to, and you're always going to feel like it's just so fun to do. Well, as someone who considers West Wing to be the greatest television show of all time, especially seeing you and Lisa Edelstein work together in, in Lone Star again, like that's there's some parallel universe where I'm like, yeah, what could have been? I know, right? That is weird when you work with actors who you've worked with in something else and you can't help but bring some of that in underneath it, you know, yeah. and, and, and Lisa's a perfect example of it. She was my very first scene in West Wing. Ever right there, right be. Uh, yeah, I'll quickly ask uh, or congratulate you anyway. Uh, with, with Lone Star uh, getting the fourth season, I know that's about to to, to happen. And um, for for an actor, what is it like to take on a character like that for so long? And I guess I'm asking in contrast to something like The West Wing because uh, with a situational drama like this, like I don't know, do you have to get creative? when you're getting the depth there and and i only say in that in the sense of like there's going to be a disaster you know yeah it's all the time yeah i mean which is makes it super fun to come to work because you literally don't know on any given day what's going to happen on lone star so i love that i love you know it could be hanging out of a plane at fifty thousand feet it could be a wildfire it could be you just don't know so that keeps it fresh for me. And I, I love playing, bringing to life real heroes, the first responders. You know, they're, they're out there, they're all underpaid. They're doing their, literally saving our lives. So being able to embody that week after week after week and being, you know, able to tell those stories, that doesn't get old for me. It doesn't. I mean, uh, I thought long and hard before I signed on to it because I knew it, it could be a show that ran for a long time. And I was like, am I going to want to explore this for a long time? And between the action 
the physicality, the challenges, the actual, like I get the crap beaten out of me on that show. Keeps me going. And then being able to play real heroes keeps me going. I, I love watching it. And Rob, you got a real hero going on Doggone. Um, again, just love keeping up with what you do. And uh, so thank you so much for taking the time to talk about it. I hope we can talk more music uh, next time, especially oh, getting yeah, some Bruce and everything like that. Let's do a full music only. Let's do a Yacht Rock special. Let's get down. I would love it. Thank you so much. Congratulations on uh, on Doggone and all your uh, your latest success. Thank you. Appreciate it. My thanks to Rob Lowe, Doggone, out now on Netflix. Uh, 911 Lone Star just starting its fourth season as well. And uh, maybe, maybe we'll see some more Sam Seaborn in the future. Who knows? Thanks to you as well for checking out the episode in the series. Uh, hit that subscribe button so you can keep up with all the interviews that I put out every single week. Again, it's a new one every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at all the usual spots. iTunes and Apple Podcasts. It's Spotify, Podchaser, NPR, WFPK.org, YouTube for the video versions, or anywhere you get your podcast from, subscribe to Kyle Meredith with. Then after that, head over to WFPK.org, because that's where I do a show Monday through Friday, starting at 6 p.m. Eastern, song premieres, music news, anniversary spins, bonus interviews, Monday through Friday, 6 p.m. Eastern, at WFPK.org. And of course, Consequence has your music and film news, and you can find me on the social media spots, that's uh, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all three of them, the address is at Kyle Meredith, so I do hope you like and follow along. And that does it for another edition. I'm Kyle Meredith. I'll see you next time. Consequence Podcast Network. It's easy to hear your favorite artist on WFPK from wherever you are. Listen on your smart speaker, live stream from our website at WFPK.org from Louisville Public Media. When you visit Arizona... Time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.